Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I found a $650,000 treasure when I was a kid. So I've never told anyone this outside my wife, but it's been a few years now, so here goes. When I was 12, I found a bag containing rare coins worth over $650,000. This was 96, 97-ish in winter. After school, a lot of the neighborhood kids would meet at a nearby pond to play pond hockey. For me, the easiest way to get there was to cut through the parking lot of some businesses at the edge of town through a half mile or so path in the woods. One day, I'm walking down and I see a black leather bag laying next to a tree. It was kind of frozen, so I put it in my duffel bag and brought it with me when i got home i opened it and saw a pair of motorcycle boots and two airline tickets i thought the motorcycle boots were so cool i was a wwf fan at the time and they were like the boots Shawn michaels wore they were too big for me but i definitely saved them for when i was old enough to ride a motorcycle or wrestle with the airline tickets i thought i was rich they're expensive right i took them to school and told everyone i was now rich a teacher let me know they were actually boarding passes from earlier travel that's worthless oh well i forgot about the bag and boots after that and they literally sat in my closet for 20 plus years until my parents decided to move to a smaller house they asked me to come by and clean out my former closets there were lots of books baseball cards and trinkets from childhood to go through i came across the black bag which i hadn't thought about in decades i took out the boots and noticed the bottom of the bag had a zipper i open it there were some empty sheets of legal pad paper crumpled up below them was a plastic sleeve with six gold and silver coins four US and two Canadian. I quickly Googled these and saw crazy prices ranging from a couple of thousand dollars to over a million. I didn't tell anyone as I figured that they were fakes, but I brought them with me on my next trip to New York City and went to a few coin hobby shops. I was getting offers of five to 15,000 for the set, but the last guy I went to said two of the coins in particular were ultra valuable and could go for much higher at auction. So that's what I did. The auction wasn't until a year later and ended up being virtual due to COVID, but altogether I received $646,000. After fees, that meant 525K, but obviously I had to pay taxes on this as well. I hadn't told my wife because I wanted to surprise her and she was shocked when FedEx showed up the next day with a check for half a million. I never told anyone because I was afraid someone would say that the coins belong to them, but it's now been 25 years, so I figure I'm good. All right, first of all, you are one lucky geezer. That is nuts. 650K from something you just happened to find and come across. How lucky are you? Secondly, I'm not entirely sure where I stand on this uh, from a moral perspective, given that the things weren't yours and it did seem like you stole the bag. But it has been 25 years, as you say. Um, so I guess it's okay. I think the truth is, though, and you know this yourself, as you said at the end of your post, if the original holder and owner of these coins came along and found you, like that would still be their money, right? Their property, surely. I don't know. Let me know how you feel about this in the comments down below my wife went 
out last night and didn't come home until this morning This is horrible. I'm furious right now, but i'm also depressed as hell I know what I have to do. It's just killing me that I have to do it. It's fresh and it hurts a lot My wife didn't come home last night. She went out with a couple of girlfriends, which is pretty normal for her She's normally back around 2 a.m. On these nights. So I waited up around 2 30 I called to check in she answered and I could hear people in the background She told me they went to a party but were leaving in a couple of minutes. She wasn't home by three though So I texted it delivered but no reply around 4 a.m. I called again It rang a couple of times before she sent me to voicemail My wife finally came stumbling through the door at 6 47 a.m. This morning I know the exact time because I was worried She was wearing a dress. She didn't leave the house in with mesh leggings I've never seen either the leggings had clearly been torn and her makeup was smudged My heart sank when I saw her My immediate worry was that she'd been assaulted. She only shook her head no when I asked her that. I asked her what she'd been doing then. She only said that I knew what she'd been doing and that kind of confirmed what the voice in the back of my head had been screaming since she walked in. My wife cheated on me last night. I asked her who it was she shrugged almost casually and said it was somebody they met at the club She went back to his house and hooked up with him then ubered home She then said she didn't want to fight and just wanted to sleep. So that's what she did She's still asleep now and didn't even take a shower before passing out suffice to say our relationship is over We don't have any kids and we rent so it shouldn't be an extremely complicated process I keep trying to reason myself out of it pretending there might be something to salvage here I've always maintained that cheating would be a red line for me though I think I need to stick to that now and then just a couple of days later we got the following update from op me again folks i'm sorry i didn't get around to this sooner i wasn't able to get the date off work yesterday because my boss kind of sucks i was a complete mess at work though so i was allowed to take the rest of the week as vacation thankfully i think i went through all the stages of grief while my soon-to-be ex was sleeping i wasn't expecting my post to get any attention at all i just figured i needed to try to talk to someone about it because i was not in a good headspace I made the post in the morning and by noon she was still conked out in the bedroom I processed things a bit more and I had a rough plan in my head that I was starting to set in motion I made a short list of questions I wanted answers to gathered up all my important documents laptop, etc Then I went into the bedroom and started packing myself a suitcase I know a lot of folks on reddit wanted me to kick her out and I did consider it But honestly, i'm not overly attached to this place We just rent and i'm in a lucky enough situation to be able to say that paying half the rent for a few months Isn't going to financially end me. Yeah, it will sting a bit. I won't lie But i'll make it and I feel like being around this place is only going to remind me of her anyway I need to be looking forward not back. She ended up waking about halfway through me packing my suitcase There was a momentary confusion as she looked around the room. Then she just started bawling Maybe this is awful of me, but I didn't bother comforting her I told her I had the screenshots of her uber and text messages from her phone And that plus her confirmation was enough that things between us were completely done She didn't answer me and just cried louder I debated trying to continue the conversation But I decided to just pack the rest of my suitcase and head back out to the living room until she came out When she finally left the bedroom She sat next to me on the couch and asked me if we could talk things through I told her as calmly as possible that wasn't how things were going to work i was going to ask questions and i wanted honest answers she told me she'd be honest so i proceeded my voice was shaking the entire time it was taking me everything to hold it together but i kept going was this the first time she cheated she started crying before she answered that then told me no she cheated on me multiple times over the course of our relationship it was and i'm going to use her words exactly here just sex a way for me to let off steam None of it ever meant anything. I wrote a comment shortly after making my post that all the love couldn't just fade away in one swoop. Well, 
it can it hit me right then that i wasn't dealing with my wife the person i was married to literally wasn't in the room this was someone different she refused to tell me exactly how many times she cheated just more than last night next question had she used protection no hesitation from her before she nodded her head emphatically she seemed surprised i'd even asked that i'm still gonna get tested just to be safe i did some research into timing and i'm going to look after it were her friends also cheating on their spouses yes and no i tried to get her to tell me which of her friends were cheating so i could get in contact with their spouses she probably should have told me because her refusal led to me messaging pretty much the romantic partner of every one of her girlfriends i could find on social media there are a couple i don't know or couldn't find but i did my part and finally why did she do it this was the answer that gutted me the most i'm going to use her exact words again I need to have sexual variety. I told her that it's not like our sex life is dull, but she clarified, it's not the same as something new. I didn't even have a response to that one. I'd expected something about me working too much or not supporting her emotionally. Nope, she just screwed other guys because she felt like it and wanted to have some fun. When I didn't respond, she started asking me about counseling and therapy. I reiterated that our relationship was over. I'd be leaving. What she did next disgusted me. My ex actually tried to have sex with me. She put her hands on me and started trying to take off my clothes. I felt like I wanted to vomit and pushed her away after a couple of seconds. She just kept telling me that she would figure out a way to fix it, that we'd work through it together. I told her there was no way and she started bawling again. She went to the bathroom and locked herself inside. I was just sick of everything at that point. I called her mother and told her what was going on. The full story too. The cheating, the questions I'd asked, and the fact I was leaving. I've always had a good relationship with my ex's parents. They both decided to drive to town, which is about an hour for them. Once I knew someone was on the way, I just grabbed my things and left. Her waterworks in the bathroom were just annoying me because it felt hollow to me, especially given the answers to my questions. I ended up packing another bag before I left and took all the things that I could think of that I felt sentimental attachment to with me. I found a parking lot and sat in my car until I was able to get in contact with a buddy for a place to crash. I tried to take a nap, but I was running on way too much adrenaline. I knew when her parents had made it to the apartment because she started calling me. When I didn't answer those, she started texting. She'd gone from sad and crying to furious. Apparently, I'm a freaking POS for telling her mum everything. Whoops, I'm not sorry. I've received roughly 100 texts from her since leaving. They range from name calling all the way to begging me to come back to sending me pictures of the food she ate for some reason. I haven't responded to any of them. I feel like I said my piece before leaving. So that's where I'm at now. We didn't have joint finances, so that part was easy. I canceled all the subscriptions that go to my credit card just to be sure and changed all my important passwords. I'm crashing on my friend's couch for the next bit, but I've got some feelers out to sort some short-term rental places until I can find something more permanent. I've got feelers out for a divorce attorney too. A coworker of mine had a recommendation, so barring something better, I'll probably go with them. I also wanted to say that I was shocked at how supportive everyone was on Reddit, and thank you for that. Truly, from the bottom of my heart, it isn't easy for me to talk about emotional things with people close to me. This was an invaluable venting place for me. Thank you all so much. And there we go, back down to earth with a uh, sad story. I mean, look, at least the ending is somewhat positive, I guess. And it does, again, show the power of Reddit and how supportive it can be as a community. But wow, what a tough one. Like the lack of remorse as well is the most brutal thing in this. When your wife was just like, you know what I did. How do you even take that? Good for you though, I will say, for getting out of there and not taking any more of this BS from your ex. It's crazy how only after she realizes that you are going for real does she actually show some emotion because doing that, coming home at like six and then just saying, yeah, you know what I did, Uh, I'm going to sleep, nuts. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My husband saved my life and our son's life and doesn't know it. When I was about 24, my daughter was five and me and my husband got into it because of a disagreement about our daughter. My husband was going to take her to the park, but I said she has to read with me. She was just learning. Then she can go to the park. She was very upset and my husband walked the dog while she read to me She finished and my husband was still walking the dog and she was mad that I stopped her park session I said, why don't we go? iPhones were just becoming big and my husband and I had one So I said we can text him and he can bring the dog too And she said mummy was mean and she only wanted to play with daddy And it's more fun when mummy is home because mummy is mean I don't remember the exact words, but they were something like that I just told her I was sorry I went upstairs into our bedroom then I cried for a bit I grabbed my antidepressants and poured the whole bottle into my hand I have a picture of me my husband and our daughter on her first day of school and I stopped and grabbed it and looked at it I just said at their faces for a while I remember I was thinking about how happy they're gonna be when i'm gone Mummy won't be around to be mean to everyone just her and daddy playing all day Then my husband came upstairs and asked her where's Mummy?" And then I heard him coming upstairs and I put the pills back into the bottle and then went into bed to pretend I was napping My husband asked if I wanted to go to the park with them I said no because our daughter says i'm mean and he's fun He said I guarantee if you go to the park and play with her, she'll forget all about that She's five. She probably doesn't even remember what we had for breakfast this morning I said I was tired and he told me he really wanted me to go. So I said fine I went to the park and we built sandcastles and I pushed her on the swing and I even swung with her We went down the slides and everything but i'll never forget this moment We were swinging together and she said i'm supergirl and I picked her up off and held her like she was flying and said Here comes Supergirl to the rescue and she was laughing and giggling. Then we built sandcastles again and she said, I love you, mummy. I said, mummy loves you too and gave her a nice smooch on the cheek. That is one of my favorite moments in life. My husband was right. I found out three days later I was pregnant. This was five years ago. If my husband didn't make me go to the park that day, I wouldn't be here and neither would our son or our other kids. I'm a mother of three now and I'm planning on asking my husband for a fourth. Nobody knows this story. Wow, there we go. What a way to end this episode. I mean, that is a close call. If your husband had not gone up those stairs, unbelievable. I guess, if anything, it just shows that even in your darkest moment, you're not too far away from a lifetime like this. The difference, you know, the juxtaposition between that moment and even that same day when you went to the park and had a great time with your daughter is crazy. Let alone the fact that now you have an amazing family. You're going to have your fourth kid, hopefully, in the future. All of that could have been lost in that one moment. Such a sad story, but also so happy at the same time. Hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you guys all tomorrow for another Reddit episode. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.